and welcome to the J Train Podcast. J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it all works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll even take the earless community. And they tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. It's how it all works. I don't got billboards, people. I got you and your big mouths. So make it your Instagram story. Make it tag a bitch. Let someone know about this great show. Ooh, that's a fun rhyme. Let someone know about this great show. They tell them where to go. That's right, people. Every Monday. And I got so many great emails. Keep sending them in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's how it works. You send in the emails, user-generated. And listen, I'm on the road again. I got shows, shows, shows. Jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com for tickets. Um, Where am I going to be, people? You guys... Mohegan Sun, Baltimore, D.C., New York City, all on the calendar, Austin, Boston. Tickets, 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 jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Also, we're doing magic on Patreon. Patreon, I got three extra podcasts a week for five bucks a month. That's for the price of a cup of coffee. That's all you got to do. Three extra podcasts a week. They're all different. They're all they're all little, they're like a, an alleyway on the J train main road you know you know what this show is you send in the emails we give advice luxury lounge we we complain with you patreon luxury lounge every wednesday you get your complaint read uh one more email every friday that's where it's like one long email we dim the lights and i read it and then sunday coffee with j train we get personal we tell some stories from the week it's all there that's it and the bachelorette the live screams going great thank you guys for getting involved in that that's uh always fun make sure you keep sharing those stories very, very excited for today's guest and OKP back on the show again. Hilarious comic, Veronica Mosey. Thank you for coming on. Hey, everybody. Good to see you. Good to see you. How are you? What's going on? How is I mean, we had you've been on the show before, so you know the deal. I do. Uh, you know that we're going to be solving people's problems, uh, <laughs> making their lives better. How is, I mean, it's a weird question to ask, but you have to ask it. How is your pandemic? You know, that, how is your summer vacation? It feels like the first week back from, uh, at college. I know it was amazing, except I have a seven-year-old and wanted to kill myself. Don't have children. (laughs) How was it having a child during this whole thing? I, I, I can't. Yeah, I did the virtual schooling thing. It was not good. It was really not good. Uh, I really didn't care after a while. I honestly was like, you can totally fail. It does not matter to me. <laughs> One iota. I Were you just... hanging over their shoulder? Like, you have to be there when they do virtual? Yeah, you like, a seven like, years the, old. Yes, I just sit there and, like, watch everything. And then you get to see who's, like, a shitty teacher and who's a good teacher and who, like, the shitty kids and the good. It was craziness. But I'm glad it's over. I'm glad everybody's out and about and doing their thing. I'm I'm ready. That's great. Well, listen, everyone can go see Veronica. She's going to be in Dewey Beach at the Starboard Lounge July 20th. So you can go to veronicamosey.com, at Veronica Mosey. She's hilarious. You're going to be on House Haunters on Discovery+. Plus. Explain, I love a good reality show. Like, I am in, when I hear House, I said anything to promote, you're like, I'm on this show, House Haunters. And I'm like, oh, I'm in. I, 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 I don't even care what it is. I just know that there's... Yeah, fun it's to a be lot had. of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's the guys who uh, produce uh, Impractical Jokers. So uh, we are kind of going after uh, real estate agents, house buyers, et cetera. And 
it's going to be a really funny show. It's hosted by Anthony Anderson. And um, yeah, it's a great, definitely tune in. Okay. So listen, House Haunters, Discovery Plus, and Veronica, you, you, so the pandemic was, it, it treated you okay. You had to sit and watch virtual learning all day long. Um, yeah, any, anything else before we get into the emails? Anything? How, how yeah, are I mean, you? I'm, I'm hanging in there. I mean, it was definitely tough. I mean, it was yeah. like, uh, first, first of all, having to be with my husband. Oh my God. Like I really thought I, I, uh, loved him and wow. <laughs> I how long have you guys days. been married? Oh, uh, we'll be ten, 10 years in October. So 10, ten years year- for, our, for our, yeah, 10 years in October for our, like our, like our marriage, but we had like the church wedding, like a year late. We got married after like three months. Our story's crazy. Like for all the What's girls. Story? Are, yeah, it was great. I met him. He's from Australia. He saw me do a show and came up to me after the show. And he was like, Hey, Veronica, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, with that accent, you can get anything you want, right? So <laughs> I uh, basically, we, I brought him back to Brooklyn. We slept together. Uh, so the myth about sleeping together on the first day, it's not true, just so you know. We've been married for 10 years. So th- this is because people love hearing a story on this show because I, I've said it on this podcast. It can happen any way. Like it does it. there's no right way. Like the idea of like asking, and we, you know, I play on the other podcast, Red Flag Deal Breaker, and it's like, yeah, but deal breaker for one is a you know is a green flag for another. Like you That's know, everyone right. has you know the idea of like should you the word should is shouldn't be in this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is there's this thing where women will say, "Well, be careful because if you give sex up too fast, it means that the the guy's gonna ditch you." I'm like, nice guys want to fuck too. Can I say that on here? Is that okay? <laughs> you can say whatever you'd like. I love that. It's totally true. They do. Nice yeah. guys want to have sex too. Like it's like, you, why you, yeah. let me test them out and see. It's like, if you want to have sex with someone, have sex with someone because you want to have sex with them. And if it goes someplace, that's great. If that's what you want, if you don't want it, then fine. But if a guy doesn't want it, if guys want a relationship, that's okay. And that's one thing I want women to understand. Like I'm, I'm, I'm almost 50 and I look amazing. I'm just saying. Unreal. Um, but no, but seriously, I was like, a, this is confessions of a former whore. Like I, I slept with a billion dudes. I went out with a lot of guys or whatever. I just find it's, the, the women have this kind of plan. Everything's a game plan. Like, what are you going to do next? And we check in with each other. What should I say? What should I do? I'm like, I don't know. How about be yourself and then see what happens. And if, yeah. if the guy's like jerking you around, then cut him off. Like it's, it's that simple. You don't. The- there's another right. guy that can jerk you around. Like, exactly. like the, the idea there that there's tons of men who can jerk you around. No problem. I, at all. I think that you there's this people around that's, uh, you know, women can, women, they also play, play little games too. We all play games. I think if people just were more direct with each other, it would make life a lot easier. I had someone show me a text that they got from someone and it was so direct. And at first, and it was basically the guy being like, I like you. Want to keep? I want to see if we can fuck, but I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And, that, and to be and, honest with you, that's so. Gr- I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't either. But it is interesting. At first glance, you go, Ugh! "It's like a band aid getting yeah. ripped off." Because I saw the text and I go, "Wow, this guy um, thinks highly of himself." And I'm like, yes. and then I came around and I was like, "I guess he thinks as high of himself as I think of myself." Like, like the idea that he's any different. Right. than any other guy is like crazy. Like I, and, and we, this is kind of the time of year, especially with like people coming out of the pandemic and people starting to date again, yes. you're getting those first people that you met 
out of the pandemic going, hey, I'm not really ready for anything yet. And God wants so you, to fuck your brains out. Like that's- yeah. And it's like, how do you say that as with class? You know, I, I mean, like- to, me, the class to me, the classic, uh, I just got out of something, right? Sure. Or, Lying or, is okay. Like small white lies. I think a white lie is okay. It's not yeah. a racist thing. Sure. I just think that it's, I just think that if you, yeah, I think if, if women and men could learn to accept what each other says at face value, life well, would be so much, it's so much we better. Get the, we're going to get to the emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We, we do get that. Um, is this a real excuse? And it's like, what, who cares? It doesn't That's matter. the excuse. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. It does not He's, matter. And actually, you, I'm going to tell you, I dated a guy who was the nicest guy. He was a very nice guy. He had a great job. We used to go out. There was just something about him I wasn't clicking. Mm. And I said to, I, I remember I kind of blew him off a couple of days. I didn't know what to do. And then I just, he called me, left a message and I called him back. And calling mm. is important. I think people need to get back into phone calls. I know Interesting. most people. Yeah, well, um, listen, this podcast is all about zigging while everyone else is zagging. I think that's yeah, a good, because, good because play. tone, tone is really important, right? Sure. Tone is important. So what happens, I called him back and I said, hey, listen, I, 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 I did lie. I said, you know, I, I'm still sort of hung up on my ex and I don't want to be and I don't want you to be part of that mess and uh, and I said I'm I'm really sorry I just don't and he go, he literally goes hey you know you can't help how you feel and I was oh, like boy. oh my god yell at me call me an asshole something <laughs> I, I, I felt so weird but he was really cool about it and you know but what that, he's gonna make somebody very happy and he's I, not I wrong either right, like right. yeah. you know how am I what am I gonna do and as far as excuses go hey I'm kind of hung up on an ex still uh, good luck with everything I don't want to bring you into that is like such a great excuse well, where it's like feel good i mean we i don't i don't think that we should lose our ability to make people feel good like there's nothing wrong with that to just say even if you're totally not attracted to somebody what's the point of saying i'm not attracted to you just just say you know what right there's no point it's yeah i think it's mean and i think you were attracted enough to have this conversation in the beginning absolutely yeah so that's all that matters yeah yeah absolutely you could just be vague vague and kind. That's what I think. Like let that letting someone down easily is, is is the kindest thing you can do. Let's do some emails. Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Everyone needs to go follow Veronica at Veronica Mosey on Instagram. Uh, VeronicaMosey.com is where you can get tickets for Dewey Beach Starboard Lounge July 20th. Do I stay or do I ghost now? Jared, I matched with a girl on Tinder early in the pandemic, around April or May of 2020. We both had fled the city during the pandemic, but kept our dating apps set to New York for when we return. We quickly realized we had a very random mutual friend. We chatted on and off for the next month, but then things slowed down into the just checking each other's Instagram stories phase. Okay, this is... I get this. They meet at the beginning of the pandemic. We're, what are we going to do? we got nothing to do here. Now we're just following one another, even though we've never met. Okay. A few months go by, and we have both returned to the city. We didn't talk much in prior months, but we decided to grab drinks. We had a nice night that ended back at her place, and we had a second date that ended the same way. Directly after the second date, she goes back home again for the holidays and is gone for a couple months. While she's gone, there are a few attempts via Snapchat and text to have a conversation, but the match never started strikes she let me know when she returned after the new year but we didn't get together again or have even 
or have even really talked since besides the obligatory liking of my tweets. I normally don't like leaving relationships this unfinished. I feel horrible that maybe she like feels like I ghosted her, which was truly never my intention. I have a girlfriend now, but sometimes feel like I should reach out for closure. I am also worried what our mutual friend might think. Can I save the situation or am I resigned to being a ghost? This is interesting. Because he, he signs off, it's from a dude, signs off thoughts, uh, Casper, the friendly ghost, which <laughs> which I, it is interesting. This is like from the other side. This is the guy who had like, and these relationships, you know, these types of relationships, you got drinks you, and, and now you're more tethered to them because social media keeps you tethered. Maybe 15 years ago, we Body got drinks here. and then it just <laughs> goodbye, right? Yes, yes, yep. That's, I think that's also think? one. I, I read. I read an article somewhere that said that people uh, staying in touch with people who should be in your past is actually pretty unhealthy for people. You know, like we're, we're friends with people that we knew in grammar school. It's like why we shouldn't be. That maybe, yeah, maybe you're that, right. Right. Maybe that one friend that you were very good friends with, you went to high school together, and then you stayed. That's different. But you know, the idea of kind of holding yourself to each other because what happens is that it distracts you from your relationship that you're in right now. Look at this guy has a girlfriend. He's still thinking about this woman that he doesn't right. really want to be with, but he feels like an evil guy. Like he actually feels remorse, which is right. like you know, most people think the ghoster is there being like, ah, gotcha. Ooh! You right. know, like you know, like doesn't give a shit. And this guy's saying otherwise. He's like, I feel kind of, you know, icky about that's this situation. He, that's nice that he has a conscience. That's, that's yeah. a good thing. You know what I mean? It's like, but I, I think that it's like better, better left alone. In my opinion, I think that See, I, I don't, I don't know because I think once you go back to an ex and you kind of open that door, it's, it's, they could interpret it as, oh, I'm who do you think you are? You, right? Yeah. Or I'm interested in you. Or why do you think I'm such a loser that you need to like, make me feel better. It's like, right. I could have just left this as nothing too. Right. Yeah. It's a tough thing. Maybe, maybe she's not even thinking about it. Like you have no totally. idea like that. I remember, I'll tell you this. I dated this guy. Uh, and, uh, for a while he cheated on me and I was like, I was like, I don't know, 22 years old. I was totally heartbroken. I made him a mm. tape. I know I'm so old. <laughs> what, what, what was on the tape? It was a mixtape, like Indigo Girls. This is like old shit. Okay, so <laughs> look, I, I basically made him the equivalent of like that, I'm lonely, like that song by Bieber. Like I, I yes. That, yeah, and then I didn't hear back. He moved, he had moved to like New Hampshire and I, I didn't hear from him. And then what happened was I started dating this guy. I was super happy. He was awesome, hot from El Salvador. Hello. Mm. And he, the guy, all the, I'm going on a date. Swear to God, it, strike me down if it's not true. I'm about to go on a date with my new boyfriend mm -hmm. who was very kind and sweet and awesome. And, and then I get a call and I was like, hello. And he's like, Veronica. And I was like, hello. And he's yeah. like, it's Bill. Name has been changed, by the way. For <laughs> and I go, Bill who? It's <laughs> like, Bill so Mixtape Bill. And I was like, what are you? And he goes, I just want to tell you that I I got your tape and you know that I I really do care about you. And I was literally like, yeah, I got, I got to go. Like, I'm sorry. That's I appreciate it, but I have to leave because I have to go on a date with my boyfriend. So 
Thank you. And, and it was did, so awkward and I'm certain it was not what he was expecting. So be careful about pouring your heart out to sure. someone after the fact is what I'm saying. Totally. And did that guy, did he ever call again? Was it like, no, he felt so stupid. He said to me, he goes, I feel really stupid. And I said, that's so interesting. So he was second guessing his kind of decision, right? Yeah. Cause he lost the best goddamn thing he ever had in his life. (laughs) Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. I I think. Well, that's the thing. You, You mentioned something very interesting. This like, and the, how healthy is it to be attached to these people that you really have nothing to do with anymore. Like, I mean, the way they met, they met dur- they met on a dating app during the pandemic. They get together for drinks. Then the new year happens. They lose touch. Yeah, That's a very normal. That. Right there, though, just losing touch like that. It's like, well, it takes two to like, lose touch. It does. And I, I'm a big believer in people do what they want to do. I say it yes. all the time to my all of the girls that ask me for advice. I, I always say people do what they want to do. If a yes. guy wants to see you, wants to make plans, wants to hang with you, he's going to do it. Yeah. So if someone doesn't do the and the same with a girl, I'm always obviously I'm just using the girl's perspective. Sure. But, but it, it's the same. It goes both ways. It's kind of like if someone's constantly blowing you off, someone's never in touch, and they just keep checking your Instagram. It's like they're you're not in a relationship. Like it, no, and it, but the, the, that's the thing where it's like to me, my advice to this guy, and I I know this seems, uh, I know it's on his mind, and everyone deserves to like let something be off their mind even if it's not the other person's responsibility i think you can say i think you can unfollow like the idea that like you know like who's that person like if they showed up in your feed and you had to explain that person to someone how ridiculous would you feel yes you know like i you know like we met up twice it was great this drink and it was cool but you know we were like really close yeah and i (laughs) yeah so it's like at this at this point, we had a good time. It was fun. I think of it fondly. I'm going to unfollow and, and release myself from this person. I think that's the move. Like, And I think it also, like, if that other person is wondering about you or looking at your stories and th- seeing you seeing you with a new girlfriend and comparing themselves, now you've kind of released them from that, too. 100%. I, I, and is that whole, like, uh, if you love, I don't know if you use love here, but <laughs> if you really like something and you let it go, that that's yeah if it comes back great if it doesn't but i think this concept of closure is really funny uh because i never after that lesson i learned with that boyfriend like the one about the guy who called me i was like that was so crazy he wanted closure i had already closed i was done i i closed it after i finished the mixtape you know what I mean? like, <laughs> that final there. indigo girl song went on there yes. and you're like i'm good i oh my god it, it's, i it's embarrassing when you think about it, it's like if someone doesn't we need to basically bump up people's self-esteem here in general that's what i think needs to happen in this whole dating world it's like have enough self-esteem to say you know what it didn't work out i'm gonna hang you know put my head up high and i'm gonna i'm gonna leave and that's it i'm gonna walk well, away the idea of someone else giving you closure is like kind of not I mean, I don't know how much selfish someone else on their part. It would be selfish yeah. for him to call her, even though he feels this way and he sounds like a good guy, which I'm sure yeah. he is. It, it, it's he needs like, to get. His, I mean, he needs to get his own closure by. That's why the unfollow. Like, do it for yourself. Like, dude, this is on your mind. Yeah, right? like closure should be um, having a girlfriend. <laughs> I think that's that's, that's good closure right there. Doors that's, close. 
J-Train Podcast at Jimmy.com. J-Train Podcast at Jimmy.com. Here with Veronica Mosey. At Veronica Mosey. Go follow, go follow. So funny. J-Train, Feather Feather, longtime fan and all the rest. I'll cut to the chase. I've been seeing a new guy, and I'm having trouble mentally getting over a few more logistical hurdles. He comes from a super rich family, waspy country club type, and I come from a middle-class Jewish family. Him and I now are in the same profession and have a lot in common otherwise, so I know that's all that should matter. But I can't help but feel a little intimidated by the prospect of some issues that come up with that could come up with money, religion, politics and his family's lifestyle. Obviously, we haven't been seeing each other for uh, for that long for me to have honest convos with him about this. But I've had issues with religion, politics in the past. That's probably informing my current anxiety. Any general thoughts on dating outside of the culture you were brought up in? And if you think he's having these thoughts as a guy, thanks for your thoughts. Uh, Currently online shopping for Lily Pulitzer dresses. So... (laughs) You're you're married to someone from Australia, yeah. Veronica. You're the the probably the perfect person to give some perspective on this. What do you think? Oh my gosh! Well, not only Australian, but his family is Sicilian and Calabrese. It's like these guys are wackadoos. Like I okay, <laughs> I, I, like if everybody were to step back and say, you know, I'm not going to date this person because they don't think the same way about this there you're never going to date anybody i mean yeah, finding your true. finding your mirror is really difficult i think you have to connect over certain things but there are lots of things you're not going to connect over i think like regular life religion and politics pretty difficult i mean if you if you're hell bent on arguing and winning then don't bother if you're just it's not going to work Right. If you're just sort of like lightly touch on these subjects here and there, that's fine. I mean, there, there are a lot of there are famous couples where you have like a Republican and a Democrat together or, you know, someone who's an atheist with someone who's like Jewish or Christian or whatever. And, and they make it work. But I think there has to be a lot that's not said to get along. So uh, knowing when to let things go, knowing yeah. when to like, you know, dig in. Uh, yeah. Like, listen, I'm sure he's having thoughts like you're if you're having the thoughts, he's having the thoughts. Yeah, if, if you're sitting there <laughs> talking is good. But it's like the idea that like, do guys think about this? Yes. People think about this. So and if it's gone through your mind, it's probably gone through his because we're all pretty much 10 percent away from each other when it comes to these feelings. Okay. But the the one thing I'll say is like you're she wrote in her email. Um, Obviously, we haven't seen uh, that could come up. She writes, the prospect of some issues that could come up with money, religion, politics, and his family's lifestyle. So, like, she's, again, in this planning mode. It's like you're enjoying – like, right now you're enjoying these. These things will come up. Not could, will come up. Yeah. How they get handled is how you see if this is the right fit. Like, you're you're getting ahead of yourself. How do you know? You don't know. This is an example. And I, can I be sexist on this show? Please. Okay. So we, I'm sorry. But <laughs> we, we encourage it. <laughs> we know we do this. We know we do this. That we, we, we tend to wait. We're waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? Mm. We're, we're always like, oh, what if this? I'm like, what if you just have a good time and you really enjoy each other and you, that works? Like, we never look at the positives. We always look at the negatives. We're waiting, waiting. Yeah. Well, ah, see, I knew that was going to be, and that will actually blanket over your relationship. I think well, that, you know, I think, I think it, you can 
you can talk about if you have a specific issue like i was at a party and my husband's okay my husband's father right he's mm. 82 years old he's like got to have dementia and he'll say things like he's got a really strange accent because he's australian but he's also a bit italian too right it's really okay. weird and he'll, he'll go and the women the women are the very good with the cook you know the man of this the good of the driver of the car uh and, and i'm i'm just like like I, yeah. I want to punch him in the face, <laughs> but I also realize he's 82 years old. He has sure. dementia and he's my, my husband's father. I don't live with them. So I just go, ah, you know, and I just let it go. Like there are certain things that you just don't need to fight about. But did and your, does your husband come back to the house and go, yeah, it's my dad. You know, like, does it like, is there an element of like needing your husband to get it? Like, I think that's a big part of yes. it too is like, yeah, oh, yeah. I get it. Yes. You know, actually, my husband will joke at me and go, "Well, women are better in the kitchen." And then I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, no blowjobs for uh, for two months." So, um, yeah, it- I, I just think like, what are you willing to die on your sword for? You know what I mean? Like, if, if you're gonna plan that there's gonna be a huge political argument, I have I have a feeling that you're gonna play part in that as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what are you waiting for? Like, and, and if you feel like, listen, uh, I feel really strongly about being pro-choice and I know your parents are really conservative about abortion. I don't wanna get in any discussions. That's a that's a blanket, you can lay that out there 100%. Absolutely. And then and- refuse to engage if this is something that's really, really important to you. But you have to think your relationship is about you and if, if he's a good person, you're a good person and you get along well, these and, things don't matter. And relationships are, you know, they're about steps. So yeah. it's like you can't jump to step 10. Yes. You got to go through step one through nine to get to step 10. So like when she says these things could come up, they're going to come up. You can't get in front of awkward, but you you have to say step one has been great. I'm enjoying step one. Okay. Step two is doing pretty well too. Holy shit. You almost have to like be so naive to be surprised by how well each step goes. And then you get to step three and you go, "Eh, step three has been a little shitty. (laughs) Like, do I want to go to step four? Because she brought up. They are going to come. It is what it is. is. Even if, even in relationships where people are perfect, you go out and all of a sudden your your spouse decides he wants to try vegetarian and you're like well we're at a steakhouse right now so what are you doing (laughs) like that that stuff's good it's real that happens there's no protecting yourself from negative things happening and i say if you get along and you care for each other then go for it the j train podcast is brought to you by me undies here's a pop quiz for you what is something you wear that you can't see but it can make or break your day. If you guessed undies, you're right. MeUndies believes that comfort goes all the way to your core. That's why they make the softest undies in the most fun prints. So you walk around knowing you've got something special going on in your pants. I'm going to tell you right now, I love MeUndies. And I love that they keep coming out with improved products. Their underwear, I'm wearing them right now. It's gotten better than it was before, and it was always great. I'm wearing it. It's soft. It's breathable. It's not hugging you know, your side. Sometimes underwear will cut and dig into you. No, no, no. These are unbelievable. And they sent me a pair of their socks, and the socks are great. I have the ankle socks. They're fantastic. I'm really a huge fan. And MeUndies are designed to be the softest thing you've ever worn. And let me just tell you right now. 
right now, you have a pair of underwear, you have a pair of socks, you have something you're dealing with. It's a part of your rotation, and you're just like, ugh, uh, I've had them forever. I know I have to wear them. They're at the end of the line uh, when you all the stuff is in the in in the dirty you know laundry bin. Let's get rid of those. Let's replace them. Let's put it. Let's let's put something fresh. Let's take out the worst article in your rotation and replace it with what will be your best. Meundies are designed to be the softest thing you've ever worn. Their signature micromodal fabric literally grows from trees and is sustainably sourced. They offer different cuts for different butts, ranging from sizes extra small to 4XL. Whether you're looking for classic colors or adventurous prints, Meundies has you and your butt covered. So let's get involved, people. Meundies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, get 15% off your first order and free shipping at MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain for 15, 15, 15% off free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. There's nothing like a summer night. Oh, having a cold beer in your hand out on the deck, hanging with friends. You, you know, the air kind of gets cools off as the night goes on. That is what it's all about. And that's, this is the time of year memories are made. You're with friends, people want to go out, people want to get together, and there's nothing like a fire in a solo stove. A gorgeously crafted stainless steel fire pit that is completely smokeless. I love solo stove because it extends your living space. That's a huge deal. All of us over the past year and a half have created these spaces that we've come to, you know, that we that we're comfortable in. But what if you could add a part of your yard that you use rarely, that you never use? What if a part of, there's a part of your backyard, there's a part of your deck, there's a part of your outdoor space that you're just not using, but you kind of look at it every day and you're like, oh, we should do something there. Now, Solo Stove makes that area into a hangout, into a memory zone. Create the memory zone. That's right. Start a roaring blaze quickly and skip the cleanup. Solo Stove has special vents that regulate airflow and burns wood more efficiently. There's so little smoke, you'll wonder how there's so much fire. Breathe in the moment, not the fumes. You don't walk away smelling like a campfire. From camp stoves to backyard bonfire, Solo Stove's products are portable and built to last. Solo Stove is confident. They'll give you a lifetime warranty and free 30-day returns. So, look, people, you got to try this out. No one needs a reason to gather around the fire. Solo Stove just took away any reason not to. And now you can get 10, 10, 10, $10 off when you use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at checkout. Just go to solostove.com. And remember, you can get $10 off when you use promo code JTRAIN. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. Here with Veronica Mosey. At Veronica Mosey. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Hey, Jer, uh, is it timing or is he just a dick? Like, even that title to me, I'm like, <laughs> it's so. True. It's either timing or dick. No in between. No. no okay. Yes. New to the pod, but loving so far. Thanks so much for giving us the male insight backstory. I'm 28 and female. Made the decision to start dating again after taking a long hiatus. I wanted to properly heal from a devastating breakup and just felt I wasn't ready. About a month into terror. It, <laughs> 
her attitude she's got a okay because this will tell you everything about how she's dealing with dating about a month into terrible first dates with drunk idiots i met a guy from hinge 32 male and we instantly connected okay it was a truly textbook perfect first date after that everything was super easy we'd see each other two to three times a week and talk on the phone at night to catch up on our days everything was pretty gravy we were upfront about our feelings that we cared about each other and excited to see each other uh see where this connection could go we even said we weren't seeing other people and generally everything was pointing towards forward momentum this went on for about two to three months cut to one morning last week i'm getting ready to leave his place and i noticed he looked upset borderline crying i asked him what was wrong and he sat up in bed and said he couldn't do this anymore said he was still hung up on his ex oh look at that veronica's that's we did not plan that. that did is not plan this. Crazy. This is your excuse. Still hung up on his ex. They broke up in March. It's the end of June when this happened, okay. and it was unf- March, April, May, June. Okay, and it was unfair to me as he was having com- complicated feelings about a relationship because he couldn't get her out of his head. I was real though. That could be real. It could be real. I was and am empathetic because I was so recently uh, in his shoes. Uh, But I told him I would have to remove myself from the situation because I'm not okay with being the backup plan and that I hope he figures it out. He said one thing that, of course, I'm running on uh, that I'm ruminating on. He said, I can't promise I won't call you in three months. If you tell me to fuck off, I'll totally understand you're well within your right. He apologized some more. I told him it was okay, and I left. We haven't spoken since. My questions are as follows. Is this just a case of poor timing? Is literally everyone out there hung up on an X? Am I actually going to hear from him again because you know I'm hoping for that shit? Is this actually a thing, or was he just looking for a way to cut me loose? Any and all insight into this less-than-ideal situation would be appreciated. Sincerely, I'm hoping he's actually honest and not a dick. So... Veronica, what do you think? Honestly, I got to say, I think, I mean, because the breakup was so recent. Mm -hmm. March to June. Yeah, it's believable. Okay, can I say something? I hope my in-laws don't see this. My (laughs) husband was engaged when I met him. Interesting. He was engaged to a really lovely girl who was his best friend who basically said, listen, we either become boyfriend, girlfriend, or we're done. But he loved her as a friend but he wasn't like in love with her. And then he felt pressure from the families and he, he asked her to marry him. And then, you know, it's funny because I, I first, I didn't believe him, but mm-hmm. like, you know, when he told me the story and then when I went to Australia and spoke with all of his family, they were like, they just never were meant to be together. It just, it just wasn't going to happen. So, wow. but when we first got together, he had tremendous guilt and he had tremendous, he had basically broken up with her Yeah, he, with me. And he, felt awful and he had i looked through his emails and he had written (laughs) he wrote an email to her saying i can't stop thinking about you i feel terrible i'm so sorry etc etc but but the funny thing is i confronted i was like what is this fucking email he's like i never sent it he's like look at the email i never he said i had a friend tell me the way to get it out is to write a letter and Mm -hmm. then just leave it and he did but the thing is this could real this could be real he could so I, I, I think you're bringing up like a, that story, you know, so when you guys first, you have that, you know, that you sleep on the first date, he's yeah. engaged. Is, yeah. is I didn't know. And, and he, him, was said, he on said, a trip he, just to get away? Like what was he was, on his, a, yeah, he was on vacation. He was on holiday. On holiday and not with his fiance. No, no, no. He had gone with like work people. 
Interesting. Yeah. So then I I had said, I go, do you have a girlfriend? He goes, it's complicated. And I was like, well, he's hot. He's from Australia. I hadn't had sex in like six months. What's going to (laughs) happen? I truly honestly thought it was just going to be like a one night stand. I was not even looking for anything. It was that whole classic. I wasn't looking for anything. And it's true. Um, And then what happened was he went back to Australia like three weeks later. And because we had spoken a few times here and there, he went back and he broke up with her and then left. See, it's it's interesting because this is like, you know, when the guy says uh, he's still uh, still hung up on his ex, they broke up in March. It's the end of June when this happens. We don't know. That is a very vague way that could, uh, of explaining what could be a thousand different feelings. And That's I'll true. speak. I'll speak from my own experience. I'm coming out of a relationship. I was in a serious relationship. It ends in March. I'm I'm sitting here at the end of June. Uh, I'm sitting here. It's July 6th that we're taping this. I I could see myself having great first dates with someone. This hasn't happened, but I'm saying I could be on great first dates with someone, be sitting in the, I could be sitting in this guy's exact space saying, I'm not hung up on an ex, but I'm also hung up on taking someone down that road again, where I'm not ready to be the person that is, leading the charge towards relationships. So, and and especially if you get out of a relationship, especially if he had ended it, like I'm, I'm in a position where I ended a relationship that was very good and, and someone I care about. And now you're saying, I don't want to be this person out here just hurting people left and right. So you hold back, you, you go, I don't know. I don't like what he did at the end. I can't promise. I won't call you in three months. If you tell me to fuck off, I'll totally understand. That's kind of putting him in this like, Good guy, bad guy, but I don't like that. I think that's like not a great thing to say. Yeah, because, because it's kind of leading her to like to think that maybe that's going to happen. I think it's yeah, a dickish I, thing. I like, dude, it, like, I think he probably he probably didn't mean it that way. I think no. I think we we kind of give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes. And if he did, I, I just think him saying, "Look, anybody who tells you honestly, look, I just don't know if I'm ready for this and whatever," you just have to. Believe Let him run him for what it's worth. Even if it's a lie, just go, okay, they don't want it. But it's okay. But, but don't, don't count on him calling for sure. That's kind of my point is like, it's, it's, it's a, it's not a lie. You just don't know exactly what he means. We don't know if it's because he's afraid of going down the road of another relationship right. or if he's afraid or if he's actually into his ex or if he's just afraid of like, Hey, this happened so quick. There must, this can't be the, the next person can't be the one. And right. so then to back himself up, it's very selfish of him to say, I can't promise I won't call in three months. Cause he's kind of like keeping you, you know, on a line of sorts, yes. but it, yes. and that's a, that's a dickish move. So I think for this person, is this, is this just a case of poor timing? I, I think, I think, yes, I think it, that, that, that very well seems to be the case. Is this, is literally everyone out there hung up on an X? No. You know, like I, I think people use it as an excuse and it's a good one as, as Veronica brought it up. We didn't even know this email was coming. Yeah. Um, and, and then like, am I actually going to hear from him again? You have to live life thinking you will never hear from this guy. again. That's great advice. That is, it can't, it's just advice. never. And, and because what he did is he took the easiest path to calling you back by putting that in your head. And that's really I, shitty. I of agree. Him. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's really Be, great advice. Because Always just, just like your friend, the, you know, Bob, the the mixtape Bob, calling you back, like he had to fail. You didn't expect that call because you moved on. You went to the next guy. 
Yeah, I did. And, and also, too, I think that um, if you look at relationships in a way, this sounds really technical and shitty, but like as a business partnership, right? Like when you go mm. to apply for a job or work somewhere, you, you say, well, these are the things that I want and these are the benefits that I want. And if you can't give me these benefits, I'm going to I'm going to get another job. Right? Yeah, it's very similar. I mean, if you can make totally. it more, more realistic, like these are the things that I need. If you're unable to give me those things, then I'm going to seek partnership with someone else. There and it that's, is. You know, it, it makes it a lot easier. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Veronica Mosey. Here's a sleep talk emergency. Jared feather feather. I'm a huge fan of your podcast and comedy. I met this guy on Hinge in February, and things started pretty casually, but we just became official a few weeks ago. Okay, so this is getting sent in July 4th weekend. Just became official February, March, April, May, June. Okay, this is uh, all okay. I really like him. I'm so happy. He checks all the boxes, and I always have a great time with him. However, I had a really complicated situation the other night. For context, we are a dangerous combination as I have insomnia and he sleep talks. So, for example, twice, <laughs> twice, twice in the last few months while sleeping, he started saying, go, 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 or yeah. And he happened to remember in the morning that he had a Knicks-related dream. The key, Knicks are a basketball team for anyone that's not keyed up on the sports. The key is that he remembered and the reaction in his sleep matched the content of the dream. Now, a few nights ago, I heard him say, no, no, no. And then a minute later, I don't actually like her. And then I don't want, and then her name, I want you. So the emailer's name. So I'm not, I, I, this isn't her name, but I'll, I'll repeat it because it's a little confusing. So a few nights ago, I heard him say, no, no, no. And then a minute later, I don't actually like her. And then I don't want Rachel. I want you. Right. So she's thinking that he's talking to her in a dream and that he's already cheated on her. Or right? he's talking to he's talking another to woman that he likes and saying he doesn't want his girlfriend. He wants the other woman. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. In the morning, I asked him about his dream. Oh, my God. Can you imagine waking no. up to that? <laughs> And he said he didn't remember any of his dream dreams night, uh, any of his dream nights. Um, I said, are you sure? And he seemed to genuinely not remember. And he chuckled and asked why. In the moment, I froze up and didn't mention it, but I can't get it out of my brain. So my question is, do I bring it up? And in general, is it valid to be upset or worried about this? Oh, Ooh, this is sorry. brutal. We are going to shoot this one down. I am so sorry. I, I just can't. If I, My husband laughs all the time in his sleep <laughs> with an erection. So I... <laughs> You have to imagine. I'm saying, what are you? Could I be like, were you having sex with me in the dream and laughing about it? Like, I, <laughs> or were you at a comedy show and laughing with a big boner? With a boner and you're yeah. some other girl's mouth while you're laughing. <laughs> That's crazy. This is where we get nuts in relationships. Okay, this is, this is where people go nuts. So stop it. Let it go. If you and I get she heard that she, conversation. Listen, then we can confront him. But considering we'll dream about things like, uh, I don't know, making out with our brother or some weird sh shit. You know what I mean? Like, you can't. Also, the it's in, it's interesting because she's connecting him remembering a Nick's dream and then not. Okay, and well, then that saying, was real. 
That was well, real. So therefore. So therefore, he's lying to me about not remembering the relationship dream. And it's like, listen, there are dreams I remember and there's dreams I don't remember. Like, I, I we all can think into our own heads and we all have I that experience. Flying dream. I just talked about this with my seven-year-old. Flying dreams. Okay. Where you like put your arms out and just flying and it's amazing. And you you wake up and you want to go back to sleep so you can fly again. Sure. Like, these are things. I, I mean, I have dreams. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of them. Sometimes you don't remember them. You're like, what, what was that? You know, so... The idea that like he's not allowed to like dream just like the rest of everyone else in the world because your name was mentioned. We're talking about women creating scenarios that haven't happened, right? Like this, yeah. this is the ultimate in paranoia and thinking like the she, worst about anything. No, absolutely not. Do not confront. Him also, now. don't. Also, don't dreams like mean certain things? Like you know, there. The idea that like he's. I don't know. It, it is so specific. I don't want you. You know, what, the, you want... know what this dream means? You know what this dream means? That he was sleeping. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, what you gotta it means. Live means and let live. And and also, like, he's allowed to have his own dreams. I, I, your insomnia, I, I'm sorry that that's happening for you. You got to keep going. I, I think bringing it up is like, I, I, I don't know what that's going to do for you guys. Like, yeah. I, I think, like, you have to listen – you have to enjoy this relationship. You say you're enjoying it. It's going great. You're in a relationship. It's it's official. It's like, you know, let's not just pull the the string on a sweater that doesn't really exist. Yes, and and all, it, all I can see is just a huge fight starting where he's going to be like, "What is wrong with you?" There's going to be no. He's not going to be like, "Well, you know, I was I was actually screwing someone else in my dream and uh, about you. Then how are you supposed? To, how is he supposed to get in trouble if he's screwing someone else in the dream? Yeah, the- like is that cheating? Is that cheating? I, like my, I, I have pictured other men while I'm actually having sex with my husband. So it's like, <laughs> am I supposed to get divorced over that? Like it's over, right? <laughs> yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more, then we'll do the screenshot email. Okay. Veronica Mosey, at Veronica Mosey on Instagram. It's going to be all over my social media. Uh, This one's called Seven Year Breakup Over the Phone. Yikes. My ex and I were together for seven years. High school sweethearts. Long distance, four years throughout college. No breaks or breakup in seven years. So high school sweethearts and then long distance for four years throughout college. I accepted a job in the same city as him right after college, and we were thrilled to finally be living together after all this time. We had a healthy relationship. I'm fiercely independent, and he had his own life outside of our relationship that I supported. I only say that because I have girlfriends that won't allow their significant others to hang out with their friends on the weekends without them. All right, that's a little strange. Um, But I think you can't. I, I like that she's like just pointing out the normal relationship they have because their friends have destructive yeah. ones. We explored the new city together, got a puppy together, traveled and watched Games of Thrones start to finish. Maybe Game of Thrones was the highlight of this relationship. Anyways, my birthday Not is the at finale. the finale. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, my birthday is at the end of April, and the next day I was struggling with serious hangover anxiety. On my birthday, him and I got drinks before I spent the night with my girlfriends, and our time together was very fun. We were talking about our future, but as easily as we nor but as 
We were talking about our future, but as easily as we normally did, no pressure or feelings of guilt associated with the conversations of the future. The day after my birthday, I I felt a shift in his energy. I felt like there was something off, and for two weeks, I did my best to empathize and ask what was going on. I asked about us, and he reassured me it had nothing to do with us, and he he just wasn't, quote-unquote, happy. After two weeks, I finally sat him down on a Friday afternoon to have a serious conversation about his mental health and asked him, what are we as a unit going to do to help you through this time? He asked, he said he chose a therapist, which was shocking because I mentioned this before, and he turned the idea down quickly. I asked if, uh, if it would be best to give him space, and he asked me if I could stay somewhere else for the weekend. This was a little surprising, but I was, comfort- I was comforted by him reassuring me again that this has nothing to do with our relationship, me, or anything I did. For the first time in seven years, I gave him space. We didn't talk until he called me on Sunday afternoon. He left a voicemail saying, I think we should extend this break. I'm going to stay at a friend's house. You can imagine my confusion at this point. I did not respond. Um, he had previously scheduled Las Vegas guys trip the next weekend. So I wanted to clear things up before he left on Thursday from Monday to Wednesday. We didn't talk Wednesday afternoon. I finally text him, asked him if we could talk about this break before he leaves Vegas. He called me, mind you, we lived together and he was staying at a friend's house less than 10 minutes away and says, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. I don't know what to, what I want. This phone call was nothing but shocking. So I didn't have anything uh, to say. He said, I can hang up and we can talk later since I was so surprised. I hung Hung up, realized I have a thousand questions running through my mind, including if we were together or, not, or if we were together or not. I texted him back saying uh, and said, "This is all very confusing. If you're going to break up with me, then please say it so I can have clarity on that. What do you want?" He called me and said it would be best if we just walked away. He then said that although his this seemed out of the blue, it was something he had been thinking about for the past month and decided and decided firmly to do it two weeks ago. So while he was in Vegas, I moved out of the apartment, took my puppy. And we now live in the air in the area that I love and we were thriving. But for days afterwards, I was spiraling out of confusion, hurt, disappointment, anger. Now, over two months later, I feel indifferent. I've spent the past two months working on myself, and I can honestly say this was probably the best thing that happened to me. Looking back, I would love to hear your take on this situation. Do you think he will try to reach out in the future? What do you think he w- was going on inside his head? If he says he and if he says he ended this relationship because he wasn't happy, how can he also tell me that he had nothing to do with me? If he says he decided he was going to do it two weeks ago, why did he handle it this so poorly? It it felt very sudden to me because of his lack of communication. He swears to his best friend and family members who, by the way, each of them, including his grandparents, contacted me saying how sorry they were for the breakup and how they're heartbroken that he didn't cheat on me and he's not the type of guy to do something like that. I'm eager to hear your thoughts. So what do you think, Veronica? Jeez, you know, it's it's so hard. I Obviously, I really feel for, for her. <laughs> it really sucks. Um, it sucks. Um, but at the same time, I, I think he was he should have been more of a more of a man about it for what that's worth these days. I don't know. But uh, he you know, I, I think he should have just been respectful of her and sat her down and said, I don't know what to do, but I don't I just don't want this anymore. And I think it sucks. But that is your duty to be if you're the dumper, then you need to be the one who's, again, as kind as you can be to somebody who has dedicated themselves to you. Um, yeah, but at the same time, it's interesting that she said, I'm looking for your perspective, like now looking back, do you think he'll contact me again? Mm. I say that maybe she isn't over this, which she shouldn't be. But what do they say? There's like a math problem, right? It's like one month for every year. Have you ever heard that? I hadn't heard that. It takes approximately one month for every year you've been together. 
uh, get over somebody. That's what they say. I don't know how true it is, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, it, it sucks. The, the problem is too when you you get into a relationship, you're kind of doing everything kind of marriage like. This is going to sound very old school, mm. but you know, you live together, you get the puppy together. You get all this other stuff together, probably my furniture together, and, see, and then all of a sudden you're realizing, oh, there's no real commitment here after seven years. Well, and the other problem, I mean, I agree with everything you said. He could have done it better. There's no good way to break up with someone. Like, right. you're always, there's always going to be, can you believe he put on his right shoe before his left shoe before yes. he left out? It's always going to be something. I, I I'm I can only speak to the emailer, and she's asking for perspective from his side. I will. Uh, so I don't want to sound like I'm defending him because to do it that way is brutal, and I feel bad for the situation. But is there a good way? Right? Is there a good way? I don't know. There is no I, I think good way. there's no good way. No. Like like I guess like if he had sat with her for the day and discussed things with her, like I guess we would say okay, at least it wasn't over the phone. And that would be better, I guess, right? So, but here's the here's the timeline matters, and a lot of the things she writes matters. I agree. You're in high school, then you're in college. You're never in the same city. To me, you call it seven years, but you've been together a few months, like in right. the real world. Like, right, that's right. like, yeah. So it's different when you when you finally get together, it is really different. It's easy when it's distance because every hangout is a vacation. Yes. Every hangout has a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. He doesn't. Ha there's. It, he's not on call twenty four seven. That's right. When that. So the minute this became real and a reality, and you two, again, you're moving to a new city, starting life. That post college, like, what do I do? Am I doing the right thing? As a man, you're put in a position where if you're not a provider, you're a loser. So it's like, and I'm not saying that it, that doesn't happen for women, but I'm just saying this is a societal thing that men don't get a lot of credit for. So if he's in a position with a job, you never mention his job. You mentioned that you have a good career and he's like figuring shit out, you know, right? right? Is yeah. Wasn't that? Plus they also dumped her right before a weekend in Vegas. Ugh. Yeah, that doesn't look good. Not a good look. But I'm, I'm saying like the whole point is like, Am I surprised that he wasn't ready to be in a relationship? Not at all. Not at all. Post-college, you're not sure about life. You're not sure if, th th is this it? This is it? We we just start having, we just get married now? Like, is that, is, I don't even know if I can be in a, with what? With my no job, my starter salary? So, like, I, I do understand where he's coming from, The free, where the freak out comes from. Right. She then writes, but I was comfortable. Uh, before they broke up, she wrote, I asked would best to give him space and asked me if I could stay stay somewhere for the weekend. This was a little surprising, but I was comforted by him reassuring me again that it has nothing to do with our relationship, me, or anything I did. Yeah, but he, that, asking someone also to leave the house is he asked her to go stay someplace else. Sure. That's not, not, I'm not sorry. a good not that's a great rude. look. That's super rude. That is horrible. Listen, and the fact that she would accommodate that is. But that's that's where I'm. This is where I'm talking about where she's accommodating that. So at what point is she, was there ever a point where she would ever leave this relationship? Is really my point. Like probably not. If you if you're allowing someone to do something like that, then you've got then you're really heavily invested and you're not willing to. Uh, yeah, I think the thing is that again, I I always hear this mostly from women and I, I feel like people are gonna be like you're just thinking but i've been around no you're you're being honest i'm being honest 
what is he thinking? What what do you think he what do you think he's gonna do? What do you think he? I'm like, what do you want? Well, that's the thing. She what doesn't do really want, and that can be that can be hard in a relationship when someone's going, did I do anything? And it's like, so now I'm in control of whether right. we move on to life or we don't. Well, so what like, if he says to her, you know what? I hate the way you um, do this or this or this. So what's you going to change that and then hopefully it'll work out. It's like, it doesn't work like that. That doesn't work like that. So when you're in a relationship and especially a young one, and this happens in young ones a lot where you go, you know, what can I do different? It's like, you don't want to do anything differently. You want to be with someone that like, it's the match. Like if someone looked at me and goes, I'm just not happy. I'd be like, well, what can we, like, she did do that. She did say, what are we as a unit going to do to help you through this time? And then it's like, did I do anything? Like, I would never assume I did anything wrong. Like, right. And also too, that, uh, that she said he, he got a therapist, which was crazy because he shot that idea down from her. I'm like, well, that get over that shit. Because a lot of times men don't want to listen to women. I'm sorry, (laughs) but they don't, they'll listen to like, a guy friend who's like, Hey, maybe you should go to the therapist. And then we're like, well, you go to therapist. I just told you we should go to therapist. It's, you know, that's just a guy thing. Sometimes I think we yeah. just need to accept that who cares? He got a therapist, maybe the therapist when he went, unfortunately the, the result was not what she wanted, which was, Oh, the therapist will fix you. And then you'll be cool. Yeah. I, I, you know. she, I mean, she writes, if he says he ended this relationship because he wasn't happy, how can he also, also tell me that it has nothing to do with me? I think that's the, I think that's totally true. I think you could be unhappy with yourself and say, I don't really deserve this relationship right now. I don't deserve this person. I'm going to disappoint this person. I need to be, you know, in a better place for whoever that next person is going to be. Like, I totally buy that. How this happened. Oh, sorry. But go ahead. No, sorry. Sometimes I think people can't articulate how they're feeling. I really do. I think especially, it depends upon the guy. But if a guy is kind of like a guy's guy, a lot of times they're not taught how to express themselves. So therefore they just kind of ignore things or in a way run away because they just don't know how to talk about stuff. And then the more they're pressed, the more pressure they feel. And then therefore they're, they're just going to clam up and you're just always going to be wondering. Yeah. And, and it's so interesting that she's like, this is out of nowhere. And I'm like, no, this makes the most sense ever. It's not out of nowhere. I'm telling you right now, there are probably lots of things that, that were around that, this is why I'm not a fan of people going to co- having college romance, like going from high school to college. Mm. I think people, sh- for the most part, should just take a break and see how things go for like a year. And then if they desperately miss each other, then fine. But I Well, think- you know, the problem, what happens is like we're so like, this is actually still new if you think about it. Like the idea of like the quarter life crisis, like is yeah. kind of new. Like, you know, the idea of someone becoming an adult at 18, like- that's not very true for 2021. That might have been true when, like, you set off for the war. You right. know, <laughs> like, you know, like, That's but, like, what we need we need a war. We need a war. We, we got to send people into, we, back to the way they were. We got to draft people. We got to really make people realize how lucky they are to be on this earth. But like, I think that's like because she's saying high school sweethearts, and we did distance in college. It's like. Yeah, you guys have been crutches for each other for all That's these years, right. and then you come into the quote unquote real world, and you're surprised he's not ready to just ship off to the next thing. Yeah, I, I, I so I, I, I feel for her because this is hard, but I think she wrote it's the best thing that could ever happen to me. I think you're gonna come to realize that that to be true. That's true. That's going right. forward, if you feel that way now, it's gonna suck. You're gonna miss certain things. You're gonna feel like oh, I wish I could go to the wedding that we were supposed to go to next month it's like it, it's all gonna be okay i think the other thing too is we always we always live for the most part we live after breakups yeah we're gonna be fine gonna be fine 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Veronica Mosey, at Veronica Mosey. Let's do one more email. I sent it to you before. This is an interesting one. I like this one. Um, it's, um, okay, this is called Need Help on How to Respond to an Email from an Ex. So it's it's funny the way this podcast kind of comes full circle. We talked in the beginning about you got something from, you know, an ex calling you back after the yeah. mixtape. And now we're sitting here, need help on how to respond to an email from an ex. The new, I'm here for it. Okay, so I'll start reading. Okay, so about five years ago, I dated someone for a year and it lasted six months too long because at that point I told him I loved him and he said, thank you, but it takes me a while to get there. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. It's going to take me a minute. Yet I proceeded to hold out six more months, hoping he would eventually, quote unquote, get there. For our year anniversary, when we went on a road trip and got in a disagreement about Cubs fans that he started, he's a White Sox fan, saying he didn't understand why I would be upset if the Cubs didn't win the World Series this year. This was 2016, game one of the NLCS against the Dodgers that we were watching in a bar and now walking back to our hotel. The Cubs were losing and I was getting upset. Okay, that seems like a... Not a great time to, you know, like poke at your girlfriend's fandom. I told him that it that it's like wanting to achieve that feeling of greatness, but feeling like you'll never get there. Then it clicked in my brain that this summed up our relationship. So I told him out loud that it's like it's like our, it's like our relationship. And he said, "How's that?" And I asked him again if he loved me, and he said, "I quote, no, I do not." And then I said, "I can't do this anymore." Wow. What a dramatic ending. Oh, it's very dramatic. And actually, I think it's really funny that you go from an argument about baseball, which, by the way, the Cubs don't give a flying rat's ass about either of you guys, <laughs> uh, to, to let's flip this on its head. And well, <laughs> it teaches you that every fight is about something deeper. It like is. they're sitting there, like, well, who cares about the Cubs? And she's like, who cares about me? Yeah, do you <laughs> love like, me? Oh my god! I mean, I would think at this, in a reality, real situation, love situation, somebody's like, at this moment, no, I do not. That's a I different mean, story. But flat out, no, I don't love you. Oh my god! Keep going. Tell me. A after an awkward night of us both crying and trying to work this out in our one bed hotel room while the Cubs game was on mute in the background, they eventually won in an epic fashion. I concluded that we were over. We even talked more on the drive home together. Worst breakup ever. Well, ask our last emailer. Um, <laughs> as he asked us, yeah. as he asked if I wanted us to go to therapy to work through this, I said I'd prefer to do this alone to understand why I held on to this for too long. So fast forward six months after the breakup, he sent me an email. Weird, because why not text me saying, "Well, I understand the email move over text. It's yeah. it's more you read it, you take it. You know, right. yeah. I'm not immediate. You know." Texts come right in your phone, ruin someone's day. I get that. I Saying he wanted to meet. I agreed to go because I was holding out uh, for hope that he realized he did love me. I hadn't booked that therapy appointment yet and really put all the blame on myself, thinking I was unlovable. What I learned during our drink meetup was that he never physically cheated on me, but had been emailing his ex-girlfriend during our entire relationship, so he never gave us a fair chance. I wanted to punch him in the fucking face, but instead <laughs> took the high road and said, thank you for the closure. He wanted to be friends. And I said, absolutely not. 
So today, to my surprise, after years of absolutely no contact, I get yet another email from him. Part of me really wants to tell him to go fuck himself and leave me alone, but then another part of me wants to respond nicely because what I concluded is wants to respond nicely because what I concluded is he was a nice guy who was just lost and uh, and back then I wanted to be in any relationship versus being in the right one. I don't want to get back together and I'm getting gonna and I'm gonna get my therapist take on this too, but wanted your amazing advice. Also shout out to taking care of your mental health. Wish I went sooner. See email below for context. I'm 38 today, so was 23 was 33 when we broke up and now single for IRL summer. I never lived with him and collected what little shit I had at his house. Thank you for all you do and any advice would be appreciated. So let's this is the email she received from him. Okay. I'll read it, and you, you can give commentary on what you think. First of all, he starts it hilariously. I hope you have been well. <laughs> like it's That's not the opening line. No. Right? You're coming. You're, you got to start with, I know this is a weird email. Yes. Yeah. This you have to acknowledge. Yes. Even long time no see would be a decent. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> hey, this is awkward. Yeah. Long time no see. I don't know. I hope you've been well. Like, like it's. Especially when did she get the email? When is it from? Today. I mean, I'm. this is. Hope I got this two well. days ago. Wasn't this during the pandemic? <laughs> yeah. We're all doing horribly. Yeah, how, like, about, how about crazy year? <laughs> I recently drove to where you live for an MD appointment over by the hospital and thought I saw your car at the apartment complex. So this is a very normal thing. Yeah. This is the X email text. I thought I saw you. Yeah. So I'm, I was compelled to be in touch. Yes. Are you still living there? Are you still with your blank? How is blank the cat? And how is your family? Oh, are you still with your company? How is your cat? And how is your family? So the, he's going through all the, uh, how, how's everyone doing? Yes. I just recently sold my house and closed on it in the end of July. So past memories have been flooding into my head. Turning 40 has been crazy. Moving. Contemplating a career change. That is a lot of change for me to process. Anyhow, wishing you the best and I hope your summer is going well. Oh, I hate that guy. I don't it's like not that. not cool. Either. What? It's not cool at all. No. What a douche. Like that. That is really so. What's the it's, point? Especially the dynamic of we. everything matters. So to these people, they send these emails in a vacuum and that's what makes them not a dick. Yes. But everything matters. The fact that she was like, I love you. And you said, no, I don't. Right. And that's how the relationship ended. There is a power thing going on so when you email back you all you know you have gotten the i love you so yeah. you have a responsibility to not mess with someone who's even if it's years later yeah you you had this the dynamic has been set yeah right like and I, and I just feel like take your you know like 
take it to the chin. And I, I, I just feel like, like if you, if you set this up and you did the breaking up and you're done and you were shitty in the first place, the, the only thing he should ever do if he wanted to, which again, you guys know how I feel about getting in touch years later. I don't think there's a point, but if you wanted to, to say, you know what? I thought about all that and I'm really sorry. That was a shitty way to go about it. And I hope your life is good. And, and uh, just want to let you know, I thought about you because all this stuff was happening. That's fine. That's a fair, nice email to send if you really want and to. But again, I'm not a fan. He should just leave it alone. And uh, I don't think she should respond to him at all. Fuck off. It, and, and, especially what you're saying is right because apologies are like, hey, I'm doing some, I'm taking stock of my life. This That's isn't right. me asking you out. Sure. This isn't me trying to continue the conversation. And she knows he has a history of emailing with exes. She said he was cheating emotionally with oh, an ex their whole right. relationship. This right. is what he does. This is, he's learned nothing. So right. now he's coming back to it because I'm sure that other ex has done emailing with him. So he's looking for a new, a new place ex. to kind of get right. his his jollies, so to speak. That's and like, a great point there. That's a great but, point. But this is the thing. It's like everyone thinks that like getting off has to be sexual. Some people get off to like connecting with you on a dating Absolutely. app. Some people get off to receiving the email back from you. But I don't think this guy is ever going to get past. You guys, let's say, let's play this out. Let's say she emails back. She tells them how they're doing. They end up having these great emails back and forth. Then they start meeting again. I think you might. You There is a world where you two get to you saying I love you again and him being like, I don't love you. Absolutely. Like, that, well, I don't think you get past know. that, though. Also, what if she emails him back and then doesn't hear from him again? That can happen as well. I mean, Brutal. I'm saying like we try not to look at these scenarios, but you got to look at like realistically, right? Like, like you have to understand that you may not get the what response does she want? What what does she want out of it? Uh, I don't. I, mean, I don't think that she's going to get what she wants if it's anything he, at all. Here's the one thing. Here's the one reason to email back. If what you want is to never hear from this person again, then you should email back because you can write a very clear and concise email. Hey, I don't want to hear from you. Every time I hear from you, it brings me backwards. You right. please need to respect my space. I don't wish bad on you, but I also don't wish to get these emails out of the blue anymore. So yeah, like, I, I kind of disagree with you because okay, yeah. then, then you feel that then the guy's going to get like his ego puffed up because he has that much power over somebody. I, I understand not that. Power, I mean, like, I'm not saying, sure. like, I mean, I just think why give anything to anybody when they're, they haven't given you anything. Don't give them any response back. Just let, I, let it go. I mean, I just, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And I do believe though, if you're trying to win, you're always going to lose. Like that is a version of trying to win. You're like, I don't want him even knowing that he has this power over me, but I'm no, like, no, 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 wait, let me tell you. It's not what I mean. I'm saying that it should be in inconsequential at this point in your life. It's just like, let it go. Just don't like, even oh, answer. I got an email. It's, like, it's like getting an email from somebody you went to grammar school with. Sure. <laughs> like, who's like, I heard you're a comic now. Monica. I'm like, Meh. I'm not going to respond because I don't care. Like, just yeah. don't, don't care is what I'm saying. She's putting a lot of stock in this. And I don't think it's important. I yeah, I I I'm with you. Just don't answer. But I because again, we have to remember the person that's emailing. Yeah, that's this right. Is a repeat offender. Yes. This ain't gonna end. He's come to you for a certain. And also, what he wrote in his email doesn't help at all. I have all these things changing. So I went to a one constant in my life. The person that said they loved me. Yeah, like he's coming to you out of a. Her. About his that's family. a selfish reason. How's everybody doing? It's like, 
well, you didn't give a shit about how I was doing for the last few. Like, it's like, it's just this kind of, I, I feel like people are fishing for, they want to know that everything's okay. And that yeah. you still really, you know, think of them fondly. And I feel like sometimes people need to know, listen, you're not worth responding to because you really did some shitty things and sit in that. Absolutely. J train podcast at gmail.com. Veronica Mosey. Thank you so much for coming on. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. I had a blast. Everyone go follow Veronica at Veronica Mosey, Veronica Mosey.com starboard in Dewey beach, uh, July 20th. Go, go, go. So funny. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back with luxury lounge on Thursday. Boom. <laughs>